Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Zayin in Masechet Pesachim, Perek Aveb Sahim. We will begin on Daf Kuf Zayin at the words Mor Yenuka. Amale Mor Yenuka or Mor Kashisha de Rav Chista. Very Rav Chista Rav Ashi. So, we're going to tell us a story about something called Chamar Medina. Samaras is the following. Amalei Morkinuka Merkshisha Brede of Chistel of Ashi. Zimnachada, one time, Ekla Ameimar Le Itrin. Ameimar appeared in the town of Itrin, to our town, his town that they lived in. Vulo Havalan Hamra, and there was no wine to make Havdala. Aitilu Shikra, they brought him beer. Now that you understand that the beer in the time of the Gemara was made out of dates. I don't know exactly how you do that, but it seems like that was a popular item. Ubat tavat. Bat tavat is a word from Navi, which indicates that somebody goes to sleep without food. So he, he refused to make Havdalah, and therefore he went to sleep un, not without eating. In the Mahar, the next day, Tarhana, they... Uh, exerted themselves, and they got him some wine. The Avdil, he made Havdalah the next morning, and he tasted something the next morning. Lishana, the next year, he came again to Itanin, they didn't have any wine again. They brought him date beer again. Amar, so Amemar said, if Every time you come, there's no wine here. Then, Chamar Medinahu must be that this is the beverage of the country, or I guess country, I'm assuming they're in the same country, maybe the beverage of the city. And therefore, Avdil Uti'im Midi, he made Havdalah and he tasted right away. And the Gemara is figuring out from the story three laws. Says, We see from here three laws. Number one, Despite the fact that Ameimar had said presumably, we don't know, but we're presuming that Ameimar did not forget these days. And if he did forget once, he definitely wouldn't forget twice. So probably Ameimar had said and yet he still is pushing himself to make Havdalah on a course. You see that the Havdalah you say in the Amidah is insufficient. Ushmamina, we also see, Asur la Adam Shiochal Kodim Shevdil. It's also forbidden for a person to make Havdalah, to eat before you make Havdalah. Just like we saw that Ameimar, when he did not make Havdalah, he was Batavat, he went to sleep without food. Ushmamina, Mishlovdil Moses Shabbat, Mavdil Vaholech Kola Shabbat Kulo. A person who didn't make Havdalah on Moses Shabbat can make Havdalah the whole week. Now, Ivan is wondering, he says, how do you see from here that you can make Havdalah the whole week? Ivan's thinking, what do you mean? This guy only made Havdalah on Sunday. Perhaps. Is that what you were thinking, Ivan? Exactly what I was thinking. Amazing. Without FaceTime. <laughs> so so uh, he's saying, what do you mean? This guy made Havdalah the next morning. What does that have to do with anything? How do you know that you can make Havdalah till Tuesday from this? So Tos was wondering that question. And he says the following. He says, We really only see the only that day itself. Because 
Technically, we normally make Havdalah on Motzei Shabbat. Motzei Shabbat is Yom Aleph, technically. It's Sunday. Motzei Shabbat, you're in, you're in, in the Torah world, Motzei Shabbat, Saturday night is Sunday. And the next morning is also Sunday. So all you know really is Sunday, Tosa says. We said this because that's the Halacha, which we know from a previous Gemara. And the Gemara is quoting it, they're taking the license to say Shema Mineh, Call a Shabbat Kula because they don't want to take Shema Mineh. They don't want to say a Shema Mineh, something that's not true. Now we see from here, you can do it all Sunday. When the raw law is, you can do it for all three days. So we just tweaked it to, to fit the halacha. How did you end up with that in the tongue? What are you asking? How did Rabbi Meimah end up in the tongue? How did you make a kid that you go on Shabbat? How did you end up in Shabbat? I was wondering that question myself. How did he get to town? It sounds like he came to town on Shabbat. That's what it sounds like. So what do you do with but what, what do you do? What, what do you do with it to whom? Why didn't he go back to the other town? Where was he for kiddush? Either you could say, you hear the questions that we're asking. So maybe you could say that uh, he he was in town. They had wine for kiddush, but didn't have enough avdalah. That's a possibility. Yeah. And, and, or maybe they made kiddush on bread or whatnot. Or you could say that he came in from out of town. Let's say he came from out of town for let's say hatzalat uh, nefashot, uh, and he made kiddush on the town. He had to. He had to because he was hatzalah. He had to come to the town for whatever reason, and therefore he's there for havdalah, but he wasn't there for kiddush. Okay. Uh, also, there's another point. It, it says you only see three things from here. Rashbam points out that you also see from here that you can make Havdalah on Chaman Medina, on the beverage of the town. Right? Yeah. So why are we saying we only see three things from here, uh, Harry? Technically, you also see that you can make Havdalah on beer when you have to. Right. Why do we throw that in? So he says we only want to say things that have to do with the Seder Havdalah. So it seems like the three things that we quoted are Halachot that have to do with Havdalah itself, not how to make Havdalah. But rather, what Havdalah allows you, doesn't allow you to do, but not how to make it. Okay. Next, next. Can a person make adus, kiddush, on beer? So far we've asked about Havdalah. What about beer? Again, date beer, yes. Now, this question... Is unclear what it is. Some rabbis understand that it's referring to a place where it's not Chamar Medina. That's how the Rashbam is learning. That it's talking. The Gemara wants to know in a place where, this, where it's not the in the place where uh, this guy went to uh, Itrin, to this town of Itrin or whatever it was. There, there, the rabbi Amemer figured out that this was the this was the town beverage, right? But we're asking now, according to Rashbam, we're asking now, what if what if, what in a place where it's not a town beverage? Others understand that it's, that it's talking about it is a town beverage. The Rosh understands it's talking about a place where it is the town beverage. Just we want to know, uh, is the halacha like that or not? So the Gemara says like this: Amar, we say, Hashda Uma Pirzuma Asni. What if you ask me a question about date beer? But if barley beer, which by the way is our Michelob and Budweiser, Utiini and fig beer, the Asni and uh, berry beer, which is more chashuv than date beer, that, that I once asked Rav if you can make kiddush on 
barley beer, uh, fig beer, and berry beer. And Virav Mirabchia. And Rav had said that he had asked the great Rebchia this question. Rebchia mi Rebbe, and Rebchia actually asked the Tana Rebbe about this question. And Rebbe couldn't answer the question, and he didn't allow them to, to make Kedush on these things. So you're asking me about beer? Of course you can't make it on beer. Okay? So in the two ways to learn this Gemara, this is either saying we disagree with the previous Gemara, and you can't do anything in beer, or it's only talking about a town where it's not the Chamar Medina. Okay. Sabur mine, we funk. Kiddush Yehud lo makdashin in That adus is what you can't make on it. Aval avduli, but when it comes to avdalah, avduli magdalina, that you can make avdalah on it. Amal Rav Chista, hachi amarav, this is what Rav says. Kishem shimakdashin alav, the same way you can't make kiddush on it. Kach en mavdilin alav, you can't make avdalah on it. According to the Rosh Brahm who says this is talking about in a place with Nachama Medina, that fits nicely with that story. It dovetails beautifully with the story beforehand. According to the one who says this talking about is Chamar Medina, we're disagreeing with the story and you can't make Abdullah on it. Itmar Nami, Amar of Techlifa Bar Avimi, Amar Shmuel, Keshem Shemakdishin Alav, Kach and Mavdilin Alav. Same way, Kemek Kedush, Kemek Abdullah. Okay. Here's a story, another story with Kedush on beer. Levi Shadale Lerebi, Shikhar Batilsa Migni. Levi sent Rebbe date beer made out of 13 piles of dates. So I'm assuming that the date beer gets better the more concentrated dates are in it. That's my assumption. Uh, I'm taking the liberty to make that assumption over here. Okay? Have a basim tuva. It was very tasty. Amar, so Rebbe made the mistake of saying, we've seen this mistake before, he says, beer like this, with so much date, concentrate in it, for sure it's ra'uy for kiddush. And you could say on it, all the shirot is ra'ot sheba'olam. Welcome, Eli. What happened to Dave? We couldn't make him dead. We couldn't get, couldn't get Dave. He just landed from Miami last night. I don't know. Okay, okay. No problem. Let's go. So we're now in Kuf Zayin Amudal, towards the bottom of the page. So anyway, so what happened here, Eli, is that Levi showed up in town. Levi sent Rebbe a date beer made out of special, with a special recipe of 13 piles of dates in it. Okay. Okay? And when he tasted it, he says, wow, this is so tasty that you should really make Kiddush and all the Barachot in the world you can make on this thing. It's unbelievable. This is really special date beer and therefore you can make it. That's, that was till night. That night, his stomach was bothering him. Right? He says, you're going to have this stuff that hurts your stomach, and you're going to thank Hashem on the stomach? Asur. I don't, know if you rem- I don't know if you remember. We had a similar story before. And do you remember the similar story? Remember what happened? Do you remember what happened? Something like that. Very good. If you remember the previous story, you remember this, Harry? There was a previous story where the rabbi came to town and there was these, they gave him these, these three baskets of dates. And he tasted them and he says, how much are these dates? They said, oh, three pennies. He says, the, the dates are so cheap, are you guys are not learning enough Torah? I can't believe it. That night, 
He, again, it, it bothered him at night. He was in the bathroom all night, right? Remember this, right? And then he says, I can't believe that you guys have to eat this horrible stuff, and they still learn Torah. Amazing how much Torah they learn. And he changed his mind. Remember that one? Okay, so this is, this is a similar story of Rebbe also changing his mind a little bit regarding dates. They're tasty going in, but they're not so great going out. Amar of Yosef, of Yosef says, Adur Brabim, he says, I will I will make a neder birabim. Now, a neder birabim means I'll make a, a, a neder with everyone's agreement on it. Now, when you make a neder with everyone's agreement on it, you can't do hafarat nedarim on it. You can't do It's almost impossible to get rid of it. So if he's very against his date beer. I'm not drinking date beer. I guess it's not so good. Amarava. He says, I'd rather drink flax water. I'm not drinking date beer. He's also not such a big fan. Sounds like taste. Sounds like taste. Uh, Eli, Eli doesn't believe that it's a halachic thing. He just, he's just telling you that, listen, it's bad for your stomach and he doesn't want to mess around with his Torah learning, I guess, that night to be in the bathroom all night. Understand, by the way, going to the bathroom all night nowadays is much, much easier than going to bed all night in the olden days. Mm-hmm. You know, even in the, in Europe or in, in, in the old country, people are going, going to bed means you're going outside to a hole outside and going to the bathroom. It's not, yeah, it's not pleasant in the middle of the night. Okay. Amarava, you know, with a candle, guy, a candle outside in the dark, in the wind, uh, not fun. Okay. Amarava, Teve Shikruta Shikra, he says, so what Rabbi says, a person who makes kiddush on beer, which we were saying was quite definitely questionable at least, right? Yes. Date beer should be the drink of anyone who makes kiddush over date beer, which means that a guy who makes kiddush on date beer when he has the money to buy wine should be punished that he should be poor that he could only buy date beer. Meaning, now, in a way, you see from here an interesting thing that a person who has a good wine should use it for kiddush. Because you see that Rava is saying a guy who's taking this leniency, it could be it could be Ivan's thinking that you not necessarily could you say this. Because right, Ivan, Ivan, you there? He's not there. I'm here. I'm here. Yep. So Ivan is wondering that maybe you can't say this thing because it could be over here. That well, let, let me. I'll make my point first, and then we'll we'll flip it over. Okay. On the one hand, here you see that this guy who's, who's doing date beer and he has wine and he's making kiddush on date beer. Rava's cursing him that he should only have the money to afford beer. You should use your 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 best stuff for kiddush. It seems like, and therefore, in theory, if a guy's got a beautiful wine, great great wine to have, take it out for kiddush and make kiddush on it. It seems like from here, unless you say no, not necessarily. Could be. 
Rav is only ready to curse the guy because you're using beer, which is really a big hit. You need a heter for this. Some rabbis are not letting beer. And you're going to use beer, which is questionable, instead of wine that you have. That's what you're going to curse. But if a guy has good wine and regular wine, it's okay to have the regular wine for Kiddush. Could be that a guy could, a person could learn this Gemara and make that statement. But it appears like maybe you won't get cursed for it, but definitely seems like the right thing to do is take the nice wine that you're going to have and use it for Kiddush. Okay. Rav, Ashkechei Rav Huna, the Kedusha Shikra. Rav found Rav Huna making Kedush on Shikra, on beer. Amale, Shari Abba, Lemikni Astiri, Meshikra. He says, it must be that Rav started making money from beer. And therefore he loves it. If you remember in the Gemara before, we said that Rav would make Kedush on bread when he liked it better. The bread was delicious. He would make kiddush on bread. So we see that Rav's opinion is that whatever is more you're more in the mood for is better for kiddush. And therefore, Rav Huna is figuring that his Rebbe must be enjoying beer so much because his his beer business is selling brisk briskly. And therefore, since he likes it, he wants to use it for kiddush. Tanu Rabbanan, en makdishin ela alayin. You can only make kiddush on wine. What do you mean you only make a beracha on wine? You don't make a shakol on uh, on beer and water? This is what we meant to say. You don't say bring a cup of wine to make a beracha like berkat mazon unless it's wine. You can't make Kiddush on beer. In the name of Rebbe Shimon, we said, you can't make Kiddush on it. Why? Okay. Rav doesn't argue on that Brayta? Because Rav used to make Kiddush on bread. On beer? And bread. Yes, and bread, right. But bread, bread, everyone agrees you can. But there's a machloket over here. I guess Rob is going like Rosh Shimon. Can't go like like Tanakama. Okay, now here's the second brisa. This brisa is saying, Matimit Yain Kolshu. If you remember, in the previous Gemara, we had learned one of the eight, there were eight things that we learned from the story. Remember the eight different things we learned from the story. Number one, that you that you have to you have to have a cup of wine, and the cup has to be a certain shiur. And all these different things. So one of the things we learned from that Gemara was that you have to taste the wine of Kiddush. Okay? So we're asking a question here. Mitimat yayin kol How much wine do you have to taste? Tanakama says kol and Even a tiny amount. The person makes Kiddush, as long as you tasted a little... Is hot water? I'll take some. These two are empty. Or they're cold. Mechila. Um, as long as you sip it and taste it, it's fine. As long as you sip it, it's fine. You have to have a cheekful. Now, I want to digress a little bit over here. Because Binyamin called me called, called me out yesterday that I, I had promised uh, a little extra goods on, on the daf, and I didn't give it. And the daf's are pretty short. So I'm going to throw in something extra over here. Okay? It says that you have to taste a, you have to taste a cheekful. Now, when we say a cheekful, you should know that 
the Rosh brings down that the cheekful cannot be a real cheekful because technically if you fill your cheeks both cheeks wow. that's more than a Revi'it okay and we know that the the cup of wine you have to make Kiddushan only needs to be a Revi'it and a Revi'it is less than two cheekfuls so we're understanding here that when it says cheekful it means Kimalolokmav which means like a cheekful which means that one cheekful not two which is less than a Revi'it less than three ounces Okay, for the regular guy. Now, there's a machloket. Now, the Rashbam brings down over here that someone has to drink a cheekful. Not necessarily the guy who makes kiddush. So, in theory, if we make kiddush, let's say Ari makes kiddush and he's not in the mood uh, to drink the wine, he could send the cup of he could taste it and send the cup of kiddush to his grandmother, and she could drink the the the, the one point seven ounces out of the cup, and then as long as someone drinks one point seven, you're yotze, okay. But I want to just tell you that there's a machloket between the ritva and the rosh about the following case, and we're going to say the machloket and we'll explain the machloket. What happens if no one drank one point seven? Everyone just took a sip. So you have a cup of wine. In the old days, you don't pour into little cups. Everyone drinks from the same cup. Even in many houses nowadays, the wine, they drink from the same cup. Same cup, good. <laughs> okay, so you have a cup, and everyone drank, and nobody drank a rivi'it. But altogether, there's missing from the cup a rivi'it. Okay? So again, you had, let's say, a th- three-ounce cup, which is the size that you need to have. And you need to have 1.6 ounces out of the, out of the 3 point, 1.5 really, out of the, out of the three, 3 ounce cup. And no one drank, no one take a, took a big uh, a chug, a gulp, but everyone sipped. And after you sipped, you see the cup, you see there's only half an ounce left. So you know you had at least that all, all together between everyone you had it, but is that, are you Yotze? So the, the Rosh says, you're not Yotze. You need one person to be Yotze. To drink it. The Ritva says you are Yotzeh. Okay? Rishonim, whether Yotzeh. Ivan, you with us or no? I'm with you. Yeah. I, uh, so if I put on my Tefillin uh, Shaliyad and you put Tefillin Shalrosh, we combine together to Mitzvah Tefillin? Is that what the Rabbi is suggesting? The other Rabbi? The Ritva? The Ritva? Yeah. Uh, Eli is appreciating your humor. Well, I, I will tell you, I will tell you that I want, that's why I want to explain the machloket. So the Rosh, the Rosh tells you his reason, and the Ritva does not say his reason. The Rosh is on Ivan's side. The Rosh says, you know, you're there. Because the whole idea, he said, let's understand the idea. The whole idea, the Rosh makes this up. The Gemara doesn't say why you have to drink. The Gemara doesn't say you have to drink. But the Rosh, the Rishon, he's reading the Gemara, he's saying, why would the Gemara want us to drink? Who cares if we drink? The reason why the Rosh says you want, they want, they want you to drink is because you're supposed to make Kiddush over wine because you're supposed to give a chashivut to the words you're saying. When you hold a cup of wine, the words you're saying are more important. Just like they tell you when you're holding, let's make a toast. So if a guy says, if a guy sees my friend and says, have a long life, okay, fine, it's just words. But if I pick up a cup of wine and tell you, let's have a toast, have a long life, it feels stronger, it feels better. Now, says the Rosh, when the Gemara says you have to taste it, and when this rabbi says you have to have it if you eat, the Gemara is telling you, the tasting rabbi is saying, when you taste it, you give more chashivut. If you just make a toast and you put it down, it has less chashivut than if you taste it afterwards. 
And therefore, that's chashivut. And the second rabbi is saying, no, it has more chashivut when someone enjoys it. And enjoying is not by a taste, it's when you have a, a cheekful. And therefore, the criteria is enjoying. And it's only enjoying once. I don't have to necessarily enjoy it. As long as Harry's grandmother enjoys it, it's fine. It doesn't have to be Harry. As long as someone on the table enjoyed it, there's a chashivut to the cup. That's the Rosh's understanding of this mitzvah. The Ritva understands differently. He says, no, Rosh. The reason why we said that a person ha- has to drink a malolugmav is not because someone has to enjoy. Who cares? What does enjoying have to do with anything? He says the main thing is if a guy makes holds up, holds up a cup for for a toast, and then you say, uh, and then you put it down, and no one and no one drinks it. If no one uses it, it, it it's a pigima. It's an embarrassment to the cup. If I if I take a cup of wine and make make a make a uh, a toast to somebody, and then I say, okay, then, then no one no one drinks it, or you just take a drop of it. So no one used it, that is an embarrassment. But as long as it got used and it didn't get wasted, so it's going to the rich, but that's the reason why we need a drink from it. You have to drink love because it can't be wasted. And therefore, if we, according to him, if everyone tasted, it wasn't wasted, so therefore it's fine. The Rosh says, no. Machlokti in the Rosh and is, is it that you need someone to enjoy it or that it can't be wasted? That The question is, what gives chashivut to the cup? Is chashivut to the cup given by something not being wasted or by, some, by, by one person enjoying it? Did you get that now, Ivan, or no? Yeah, n- nobody says that you have to do it because this is a funeral fashtia. Like, you have to drink a <coughs> Someone has to drink a because that's the funeral fashtia. And you have to drink wine after the, the Giddush. That's part of the... the but, but what... There's no such a thing? Well... If so, I would assume that it would have to be the guy who made Kiddush. The fact that everyone's letting anyone do it is indicative yes. that they're not holding like that, I think. Yes. They both say. Both, they both, everyone, both. They both. That's the Rosh. That's the Rosh. Everyone can share it, yeah. Correct. Okay. Let's go. That was a little uh, side thing. I'm sorry about yesterday. We gave you one today. Let's go. Back to, uh, back to our Dafyomi uh, stuff. Amarav Huna. Amarav Huna Amarav. HaMekadesh Tehem Malolok Mav Yatsa. If you t- make Kiddush and you tasted Malolok Mav Yatsa. Ve'im Lav Lo Yatsa. If not Lo Yatsa. So by the way, this is the this is a bra- Gemara with Amoraim telling us which Tana we hold like in the previous Brayta. Remember, there was two Tanaim in the Brayta. One said you only have to taste a drop. Other one said you have to taste a cheekful. That was t- Tanaim. Now the Amoraim are saying, coming out of the Halakha, that we go like the Tana who says they have to taste a cheekful. But they don't say the detail. That's about Rosh and the Ritva. Okay. Amar Avnach Mar Yitzchak. Anat Taninala, lo gidu ba when you said from Neresh said the Brayta I when I knew the Brayta I didn't think it was Gidul Bar Menasha and not Gidul Bar Menyumi it was, it was just Rav Gidul the way I knew it now the Gemara is asking why do you have to correct me by telling me what the Rabbi's name is Rav Gidul like this Gidul like that who cares in case you want to Show up a contradiction. Like, let's say you have uh, 
Somewhere else where if Gittel said something different, then if you want to know whether it's a contradiction, you have to know his name. Okay, back to the Mishnah. Now the Mishnah had said, Samuch Mincha, you're not allowed to eat, right? Once it's close to Mincha, you're not allowed to eat till it gets dark. Ibayil, who the Gemara wants to clarify. Samuch Mincha Gidolatnan or Samuch Tnan, Umishum Pesach, Dilma Ati Lemimshach. Let's explain. There's two minchas. There's mincha gidola and mincha ketana. Let's just give a quick uh, summary. We're going to go to the board. You mind? Uh, oh, you, you're not FaceTimeable, uh, Ivan, yet? Okay, just follow with us. If you change your mind, let me know. We're going to the board for a second. Okay. Okay, so here we have sunrise. On the, the, the day we're picking now is going to be a 6 a.m. sunrise and a 6 p.m. Uh, sunset. Even though, even though, of course, that's not the usual day, we're going to make it like that for now. Okay? In a 6 a.m. sunrise and a 6 p.m. sunset, so Shachrit can be prayed B'diavad till 12 p.m. Okay? Six hours today. Six hours. L'chadchila... Four hours into the day, which would be 10 a.m., and B'diavad up till 6, 12 p.m. Now, from 12 p.m. to 12.30 p.m. is uh, is a dead zone. And that's times that no, you can't pray anything. You're not allowed to pray Shachrit, and you're not allowed to pray Minha. Okay? From 12.30 p.m., okay? Can I take a video? You can if you want. From 12.30 p.m., until for the next three hours, until three thirty p.m. If I'm not mistaken, is Minha Gidola. That's called Minha Gidola. And from three thirty p.m. until six p.m., which is two and a half hours, is called Minha Kitana. Okay. Is that clear? So there's two minchas. We call this mincha gidola. Everyone says, you want to go pray mincha gidola today? They're talking about mincha during the first three Torah hours of the day. Now, in a day which would be a winter day, so then the, the amount of time is less, going to be less than three hours, because each Torah hour is less than, less than an hour. In oh, the summer, they'll be longer than three hours. But that's the same, it's the same idea. You take the days and you split it into Torah hours. Now, we said in our Mishnah that you're not allowed to eat a half hour samuch mincha Before mincha, you're not allowed to eat. And when we said mincha, the Mishnah didn't specify whether that was mincha gedola. And it's referring to from 12 p.m. You're not allowed to make, you're not allowed to eat. And that it's giving you a sur to eat from 12 o'clock all the way to 6. That's a six hour isur. So if it's gedola, it's a six hour isur. And if it's kitana, then we're telling you a half hour before 3.30. 3.30 would be a much much shorter. So that's, that's a 3 o'clock from, from 3 to 6 to 3 hours. That's 3 hours. Because the half hour before, from either from 12 to 6 right. or from 3 to 6. Okay? So we're asking now, what is the reason? Now, it, let's go back to the Gemara. Okay? So the Gemara wants to know, which one is it? 
Now, what we're going to we're going to explain the sides of the question. Do we say samuch lemincha gedolat nan? If we understand the Mishnah is talking about samuch lemincha gedola, then vaati the imnuei milamav pescha. If if it's, it's if it's a six hour one, it's because we're afraid. Of Korban Pesach, which means if it's so long from six hours, from Chatzot is the time when you're allowed to do the Korban Pesach, right? We know that. So if we're telling you that you can't eat from the from ready from twelve o'clock noon, it must be something that we're worried about Korban Pesach because that's the only thing that happens at that point of the day that we have to worry about. It must be worried about you not doing Korban Pesach because you get busy eating. Good. Or maybe it's cause of ktana, and if it's ktana, it's, it's a matzah problem because we're afraid that you won't eat matzah with appetite, and therefore we're telling you don't eat it because samuchlim matzah. Why? We're afraid that you might eat matzah in achila gasa. Now Tosfut points out achila. There's, there's two different types of achila gasa. Achila gasa, remember we mentioned once, that sometimes a guy can eat achila gasa when you're totally, totally stuffed. That eating is not called eating. And if you eat a Big Mac like that, you can't get malkut. Why? Because it's not even, it's so, so stuffed, it's not even eating. Then there's no appetite, but not so stuffed. That is not the best, but it's still called eating. You will get malkut if you eat a Big Mac like that. And you will get a mitzvah if you, if you eat matzah like that, but it's not the best. When we said achila gasa here, we're referring to the second type of of achila gasa, the one the achila gasa where it is called eating, but it's not the best, and we're worried about that. Okay, good. Amar Ravina, so Ravina says Tashma. Let's bring a proof. It says we're trying to bring a proof. Which one is it? Is it is it it says, Afilu Agrippus Hamelech Shuragil Echobat Shashot, even King Agrippus, who used to eat his first meal during the ninth hour of the day, which is like two o'clock PM, that's the first time he would eat. Ravina says that even he on Ere Pesach shouldn't eat till it gets dark. So Gemara is saying, let's analyze. It makes sense if you say we're, to, we're referring to that's what we're talking about Agrippus. That's why that's a, that's why Agrippus is a chidush. If you're talking about twelve o'clock a.m., right? What's the point of Agrippus? He's already asur to eat even before his normal eating time, meaning. If Agrippus doesn't eat till this time every day, right? No, 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 chidush. That's his regular thing. So now, if you tell me that the Mishnah is talking about here, why would we mention Agrippus? Of course he can't eat. The Isur started before, if you tell me it's referring to this, so I understand what the chidush is. But if you tell me it's referring to this, of course he can't eat. It's already been a sur for two hours before he got up. What are you going to say? It's talking about Samukhla Menchaktana? Sof, sof, still what's the Kiddush of Agrippus? He still came to the time of the Isur. Okay. I would have thunk, Maybe 
Eating in the ninth hour for Agrippus is the same as our fourth hour, which means since Agrippus always eats on the ninth hour, and yet it doesn't stop him from having dinner like usual, so maybe we could say that Agrippus's stomach is different than a regular stomach, and therefore you might have thunk that even though everybody else has the rule that they can't eat at this time, maybe we can make an exception for a guy who always eats this time, and yet still has the appetite, and we could say that he could eat at this point. And therefore the chidush is he still does. Kamash Shalom and he still has to do it. Okay. That's the same could be that's could be the Chagadolah still. Right. So no, 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 that's saying it's still be, that, that we're saying we were asking now, even Mechaktana, there's no Khidush. Because the bottom line is the time is com- coming is right there. The ninth hour, oh. the, right? So the, still it wasn't Khidush. No, the Khidush in Mechaktana is that you might have thunk that since it's his regular time of eating, you could do it. So this is a, a raya that it could be he's talking about Mechaktana, that's the time that you used to study? Yeah. So they stick to that as a proof. We're sticking to that, yes. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Amar Amar of Asi Tirgimeh. Okay, Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Amen. Ivan, nice having you on. Thank you. Pleasure. Bye bye. Have a good day.